This episode of Your Daily Lex is brought to you by the NSA. The NSA. We really like what you've done with your hair. Your Daily Lex. So the original plan when we were in Tucson was that we would leave on our day when we uh, left Tucson. We thought that was a good plan. We'd leave on the day we were leaving. Uh, but we had flown into and were leaving from Phoenix because there are no direct flights from Newark to Tucson, which sucks. And I don't know, when you're flying with three kids, uh, the motivation to get a connecting flight is low. That means you have to go to another airport. You have to go through the deplaning and boarding process twice with all the kids. It's just painful. So we flew into Phoenix and rented a car. So the plan was we would leave Tucson at 4.40 in the morning to get to the Phoenix airport to get on our Phoenix flight on time. Now, of course, to leave at 4.40 in the morning, one cannot simply wake up at 4.40 in the morning. You have to wake up earlier. You have to get all three kids ready and out the door, cutting off their sleep, cutting off your sleep. And it's just... It started to seem more and more awful as, as it was approaching. So I suggested to Lauren that instead we should leave the night before when uh, after dinner, have the kids hopefully fall asleep in the car and then drive ourselves to a hotel in Phoenix, sleep there overnight and wake up at a more normal hour to head to the airport. And everybody agreed this was a great idea. Uh, then on the ride there, my son, uh, the youngest, whom I was most hoping would fall asleep, refused to fall asleep. He stayed awake the entire time. Great. Fine. We got to the hotel. And I had done uh, copious amounts of internet research to figure out what hotel we would stay at, by which I mean I used kayak.com. And I said, you know, I want one that's close to the airport. I want one that's got room for all of us. I want one that's got various amenities like a free breakfast. And I found, you know, a place that had decent reviews and a cheap rate, like 80 bucks to sleep all five of us in a two-bedroom executive suite. Now, I don't know exactly what executives would stay at the inn suites uh, in Phoenix slash Tempe, Arizona. Um, but maybe a homeless one would be inclined. Uh, it was... Uh, I wouldn't say it exactly was a ghetto hotel, uh, except it was crappy. Now, I also, my, my parents, when they saw the place that I was staying at, said, hey, maybe we'll stay there now. We'll change our reservation and stay there when we have to fly out of Phoenix. And I haven't told them, uh, don't stay there. It's awful uh, because it's not. It's bearable, but only barely bearable. And... Uh, so you get there, and I should have been tipped off right away from the clientele checking in ahead of me. Uh, the first person uh, could, uh, you know, was just covered in tattoos. I don't have any, you know, exact moral opposition to somebody being covered in tattoos, but it was, he was very different from me, which I couldn't help but notice. Then the second person who was checking in ahead of me uh, could not get the credit card approved. First, he had to have his... Uh, his wife or girlfriend or somebody else come in because his he was clearly not whoever's name was on the credit card. So she had to come in and say, oh, yeah, I authorize him to use it. And then the card wouldn't go through. And then they had to call the bank. And they're, it's actually a debit card. And they're like, well, we need to stay in this hotel. And the bank apparently on the other side was like, well, there's no money in your account. So you can't really stay in that hotel. And they were like, well, why can't you guys just let us do it since you know we're going to get paid soon and there'll be more money. And uh, the bank wasn't totally interested. So eventually that family left. Uh, I check in, we get our stuff, and they say, okay, you're in room 398. Uh, and they show us on a map where room 398 is. You got to drive over to room 398, no problem. You have a private entrance, they told us. That's wonderful. 398, of course, was on the third floor of the three-story hotel. 
Uh, and we've, we're there with the three kids, one of whom is asleep, two of whom are very sleepy but awake, and we've got to take all the luggage upstairs. So three suitcases, a bunch of carry-ons, also three car seats because I'm going to go return the car to the rental car company that night. And so I'm looking around, and I don't see an elevator. And Lauren takes the kids, and they try to find an elevator. Uh, I lug some stuff up the flight of stairs, and then I call the front desk on my cell phone and say, where's the elevator? And they said, we don't have one. Now, you'd think that somewhere on the website they would warn you, hey, we're not uh, ADA compliant, we don't have elevators. And my guess is they probably do, I haven't checked, but they don't do it very prominently. If they'd done it prominently, I would have said, hey, could I make sure that I get a first floor room so I don't have to lug up five people's worth of stuff plus car seats, uh, three flights of stairs. But I didn't know. And then once, you know, to drive back to the front desk and find out if we can move, like, wasn't wasn't going to happen. So this was our room now, and I had to lug everything up all three flights of stairs. And then, of course, the following morning, we had to lug everything down all three flights of stairs. And uh, it sucked. I want to be clear. <laughs> it sucked. Um, so my advice to you is never leave your home. Lex. Lex.